Want to hear a married couple fight over who's the greatest of all time, Jordan or LeBron? Absolutely. And it's Jordan. It's definitely not. But listen to our podcast, The Greatest, to hear who really is. Listen to The Greatest on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando, on a happy St. Patrick's Day, such as it is here in coronavirus world. Welcome to the show at 6 o'clock for our very first look at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, coronavirus numbers get bigger. More in one minute. The president's dire warnings about the virus, his 15-day plan to slow its spread. And later in this hour, you'll hear from two people who will tell you what it is like to get the coronavirus. A bad case. It's ahead on Good Morning Orlando. 602 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The number of coronavirus cases worldwide has passed 182,000, according to Johns Hopkins University, with more than 7,000 deaths. That includes more than 4,400 cases and 86 deaths in the United States. And there are now at least 160 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Florida. That includes five deaths. As the battle against the spread of coronavirus intensifies, Florida Surgeon General Dr. Scott Rivke says he's boosting his manpower. Today we hired 100 additional epidemiologists to actually complement our staff. I very much want to recognize the incredible activities of our staff who are working night and day in this process. Rivke says they're busy surveying the surge capacity and resources at the state's hospitals in case patient demand spikes. Brevard County has its first case of the coronavirus. The county announced the case last night, but officials say they don't know the person's age or gender. And the coronavirus is responsible for the death of a 79-year-old Orange County woman who died over the weekend. Dr. Yolanda Martinez with Orange County Health Services says we know what we need to do to stop the spread of coronavirus. We continue to stress the importance of social distancing, hand washing, covering your mouth when you cough or sneeze, and staying home if you feel sick. But these strategies have proven to be the ones that can prevent the coronavirus from spreading. And at the White House, President Trump says everyone has a critical role to play in stopping the transmission of the coronavirus. Engage in schooling from home when possible. Avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 people, avoid discretionary travel, and avoid eating and drinking at bars, restaurants. During a briefing yesterday, Trump urged older citizens to stay home and keep away from other people. Older people are at increased risk of contracting the coronavirus. Trump said it's incredible what's happening in such a short period of time. More from the president in a moment, Alan. Yes, and uh, coronavirus will likely have an impact on today's Florida presidential primary. I'll have more on that at 6.30. Yeah, and we'll be hearing from the governor and his top election official at 7 o'clock. Some controversy about whether or not with the virus the way it is and the threat of it that this primary is being held at all. But it is, and the polls will be open within the hour. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The biggest wrestling show of the year will still take place. It just won't be as big. 
The WWE says WrestleMania is being moved from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa to the WWE Performance Center at Full Sail in Orlando. There will be no audience. The event will still air live as a pay-per-view event on April 5th. You're a pro wrestling fan. I mean, how's that going to work, Alan? I don't think very well. No, I mean, uh, the uh, the WWE is very dependent on what is called the WWE Universe, the yeah. fans who come out and provide a lot of the atmosphere for these events. I believe that the WWE WrestleMania still holds the all-time crowd record at the old Citrus Bowl, now the Camping World Stadium. Yeah. You know, and this is just going to be a, a shadow of that. Exactly. Uh, in fact, uh, they were on uh, again last night from the performing center, uh, Performance Center uh, with Monday Night Raw. Major League Baseball is pushing back the start of its season until at least mid-May, and it will be at least May before NASCAR stars are trading paints. NASCAR announcing that in accordance with CDC guidance, they are postponing all racing events through May 3rd with the hopes of returning to action for race weekend at Martinsville. The racing body in a statement Monday thanking fans for their patience amid the growing concerns over the coronavirus pandemic while confirming they intend to hold all 36 races this season with future rescheduling soon to be determined. NASCAR is monitoring the situation closely with public health officials and medical experts. After originally planning to race at Atlanta and Homestead, Miami without fans, NASCAR opted to postpone racing indefinitely instead. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Sounds like Matt's working from home. Kind of <laughs> does. He's got a lot of company in that regard. But we're still here at the studio on the 50,000-watt front porch. WFLA News time is 6.06. Two brothers who stockpiled hand sanitizer for profit will now donate it to charity. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio station. Alan, that headline is wonderful and it's heartwarming and it restores your faith, but there are many, many other stories like it that we will try to find time for today. People doing wonderful things for perfect strangers during the coronavirus crisis. I should mention these brothers are under investigation by the Attorney General's office in Tennessee. Whoops. Okay. Because they originally went on Amazon with this hand sanitizer, uh, selling it for anywhere from 8 to $70 a <laughs> bottle. And then kind of when people uh, reacted to it, then they said, okay, we're just going to give it oh, away. Oh, okay. The dark side of the story. Check it out on the website, WFLAOrlando.com, keyword Budman. The Budman here along with Alan Spector, our co-host and newsman, and Yaffe, our executive producer in the control room, socially distanced from Melissa, a.k.a. the Fox, who will be taking your calls. You guys got about six feet between you? That's just about uh, enough. No. <laughs> it's a little yeah, about okay. three and a half, four. Let's see. Hey, I can by the way, over a little bit here. <laughs> all right. By the way, it is primary day, and of course, here, you know, I mean, everybody depends on WFLA for election returns and analysis, and we're going to have that, right? Yeah, with Mark Logos uh, tonight, Decision 2020, right here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, beginning at 6 p.m. Good deal. And uh, we'll have all of the returns. We'll be talking about the primary in the 7 o'clock hour, and the polls will be opening, and we'll be very interested to know what kind of turnout there is. I think it's going to be far lighter than usual, and it's always light for a primary. Um, and, and if you're out in preparing to vote or you've decided not to, we'll definitely want to hear from you. That's that's in an hour. We want to focus on that um, a coronavirus task force 
uh, a briefing yesterday that was really kind of taken over by the president who issued, among other things, the president's coronavirus guidelines for America, 15 days to slow the spread. We'll take you through it. He also had some dire warnings and concerns about the the uh, course that the virus may well take here, and it tanked the markets that were already in the dumper big time. All of that is coming up, so stay with us. First, an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It is 6.09. Headlines now, a bill addressing the economic fallout of the coronavirus outbreak is finally headed to the U.S. Senate. The House passed a revised version of the emergency bill last night. House leaders and the Treasury Secretary, Steve Mnuchin, had to make technical revisions to the bill before sending it to the Senate. It was first approved early Saturday morning, you'll recall. The Senate should take up that bill today, we are told. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. At the Coronavirus Task Force briefing at the White House yesterday, President Trump took over and said some things we had not heard before from him or anyone else. Not only the president saying gatherings across the country should be limited to 10 people or less. But with the market, the Dow already down 2,000 points, it dropped another 1,000 after the president said a few things we're going to share with you right now. If you think this is all going to be over with the coronavirus or on the downslide maybe in eight weeks or so, as we had been hoping, listen to the president saying the coronavirus crisis could well last into midsummer. If we do a really good job, uh, we'll not only hold the death down to a, a level that is uh, much lower than the other way, had we not done a good job, uh, but... People are talking about July, August, something like that. I was watching the Dow of figures in the lower right-hand corner of the screen when the president was talking, and all of a sudden you could see him start to move, you know, and the downslide accelerated. And it did again when the president was asked, are we headed because of the coronavirus crisis for a recession? Well, it may be. We're not thinking in terms of recession. We're thinking in terms of the virus. Once this goes away, once it uh, goes through and we're done with it, I think you're going to see a tremendous, a tremendous surge. I think the president's right about that, but it's the first time I've heard him use the R word, and there it was. Another question for the president. Do you have plans for a national quarantine like they've done in Italy? At this point, not uh, nationwide, but, uh, well, there are some points. You know, some places in our nation that are not very affected at all. But we may we may look at certain areas, certain certain uh, hot spots, as they call them. We'll be looking at that. But uh, at this moment, no, we're not. And, Mr. President, what about a government bailout for the hard-pressed airlines? We're going to uh, back the airlines 100 percent. It's not their fault. Uh, it's nobody's fault unless you go to the original source. But it's nobody's fault. And uh, we're going to be in a, a position to help the airlines very much. We're hearing numbers like a $50 billion airline bailout. 
We are also hearing and seeing reports that the airline industry is thinking of, thinking of a complete shutdown of commercial flights. We've only seen that one time in aviation history during the 9-11 attacks in 2001. They're actually thinking of temporarily going out of the commercial airline business. Wow. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? Now, the president's call to action. Is this a bridge too far for those of you who love your personal freedoms and cherish your liberty? You back this president, a lot of you who listen to this program, as I very largely do, in a moment, his plan, his 15 days to slow the spread. Are you on board or are you not? 407-916-5400 if you've already got something to say. And our text line, 23680, first name and town. Welcome. Headlines now. Let's go to South Florida on the coronavirus, where both Miami and Miami Beach officials are ordering restaurants to stop in-store dining, but they can still serve takeout. The changes could go into effect as soon as today in an effort to limit the spread of the coronavirus there. Officials also considering closing other businesses, including gyms, nightclubs, and movie theaters. Considerations also in the works elsewhere in the Sunshine State. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. So are you still on the Trump train over the president's coronavirus guidelines for America? And this in conjunction with the CDC unveiled yesterday headline 15 days to slow the spread. Let's start and go around the table here and explain what the president is calling for all Americans to do now. Number one guideline, guideline, listen to and follow the directions of your state and local authorities. If you feel sick, stay home. Do not go to work. Contact your medical provider. And if your children are sick, keep them at home. Do not send them them to school. Contact your medical provider. If someone in your household has tested positive for the coronavirus, keep the entire household at home. Do not go to work. Do not go to school. Contact your medical provider. If you're an older person, stay home and away from other people. If you're a person with a serious underlying health condition that can put you at an increased risk, for example, something that impairs your lung or heart function or weakens your immune system, you need to stay away from, uh, from stay home and away from other people as well. Boy, that's a pretty blanket, uh, pretty big blanket there to say anyone who's, you know, on the older side, and we've been hearing that 60-plus is now considered older. Um, wow. Everybody's supposed to stay away from, from other people and stay home. Also, the president is calling for no crowds, no gatherings of more than 10 which I think is going to lead to the shutdown of restaurants and bars uh, here and all across the country, which is already happening in in many places. City of San Francisco's 7 million people are basically under quarantine and lockdown. President says he does not want to go that far, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's coming. And what younger people have to remember is even if they do get the coronavirus and they have mild symptoms or non-existent symptoms, they still are a carrier of the coronavirus and can infect other people like their parents, their grandparents, people who are vulnerable, me, Bud. 
I mean, please, be careful. Well, we're all in that age. We are. You and I are in that age group. Now, what's interesting is we're going to, a couple of women are going to share their stories in the next half hour. They are not in the older age group, and they got slammed by the coronavirus recovering, but they went through something that they haven't been through before. It's interesting on the uh, further guidelines from the president through the CDC, the coronavirus guidelines for America, it says for everybody to avoid discretionary travel, shopping trips and social visits. Don't visit nursing homes or retirement homes. We've heard that before. All the notice about practicing good hygiene. Don't have to go over that again here. Um, and if possible, work from home. Later in the uh, show, right at the end, we got an expert on how to set up an in-home, online business operation and how to do it right. Yeah, you know, this really is affecting everyone's lives here in the country. I mean, I'm not in that age group, but my mom's in that age group, and she already has some pre-existing conditions. Sure. So we've had to talk as a family on what to do, how to handle this. She's basically going to be staying at home for the most part for the next couple of weeks because of this. Yeah. At least a couple of weeks. We're, we're not seeing our grandkids I for want the to very same reason. Though, Michael, you are in a dangerous group. The millennials and such are walking around a little bit callously, not realizing that they are carriers of this, as Alan just said. Right. So uh, a lot of folks got to step it up and tell the uh, the 20-somethings and 30-somethings that this is serious. You know, on the Coronavirus Task Force, to wrap this up for this half hour and get over to Alan for the news, Dr. Deborah Burks said yesterday the millennials, that generation, um, which is what now? Maybe you're, you're 20 to mid-30s, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, said that they are the key to slowing and stopping this virus. Mm-hmm. And I think they're slow to get on board. But I do believe they are getting on board, and if they aren't, they will be forced to by regulations that prevent them from going where they are used to going. Stay tuned for coronavirus updates multiple times every hour on our show and all day and all night here on WFLA. Alan? Coronavirus and its impact on Election Day and another Central Florida attraction closes. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together, in just two minutes, it is 629 on Good Morning Orlando. Before we get to the news with Alan, let's bring on Dustin from Apopka. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. Are we not ready to go? All right, we'll try to do it along the way. In the meantime, Alan, uh, among other things, in the midst of all of this with the coronavirus, it's time to vote. Yeah, I think we're kind of almost forgetting about that with all the coronavirus news, but it is Election Day, and the vote will go on in Florida despite the threat of the coronavirus. We are following all guidance from the Florida Department of Health and from the CDC. That guidance tells us that Floridians can safely and securely go to the polls to cast their ballots in Tuesday's presidential preference primary. Secretary of State Laurel Lee says more than 1.3 million Floridians already mailed in their ballots. She says if you're quarantined or self-isolating, you can designate someone to pick up a mail-in ballot. Lee says the best information can be found on the website of your county's election supervisor. Voters are also scheduled to go to the polls in Illinois and Arizona. Ohio is also on the schedule, but state officials there ordered polling locations closed because of the coronavirus. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. As schools across Florida close for several weeks due to the coronavirus, 
More than one million students will have to look elsewhere for food during the day. To meet the need, the Florida Department of Agriculture is starting its Summer Break Spot program early. It provides free meals and snacks for kids at about 1,000 locations statewide. This is important. As we know, people are concerned about making sure that they feel have feeding of their kids even during this time. So it's our obligation and responsibility to make sure that we are at least taking care of this for them. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed says some sites are open now, while others will activate in the coming days. To find your nearest location, visit summerbreakspot.org. The Kennedy Space Center is now closed to visitors. It is the latest Central Florida attraction to make the move because of COVID-19. Refunds will be offered to those who have already purchased admission tickets. McDonald's is now takeout or drive through only. All seating areas are shutting down nationwide because of the coronavirus. Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, and Starbucks have also closed their dining rooms. And today is St. Patrick's Day, but it will not include the usual celebrations worldwide. Green beer is more rare than normal this year. The parades to celebrate the traditional Irish holiday have been canceled in Boston, Chicago, New York, Denver, Philadelphia, and Seattle after health experts have warned against events with large crowds to avoid the spread of coronavirus. And it's not just in the U.S. either. In Ireland, parades and festivities have also been canceled by the Irish Prime Minister. In New York, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. In about an hour, we'll talk about how do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day in this environment? Do you even have a place to go? Do you even feel like partying? Coming up at 740. I have a place to go. It's my kitchen. <laughs> WFLA News Time is 636. You don't have to miss anything on Good Morning Orlando. Get caught up with our podcasts on the iHeartRadio app. And our first hour continues, Bud, with Gina Cervetti and the Bloomberg Business Report. And Gina, I am told by our team that you have joined the legions of Americans in the middle of the coronavirus crisis. You are working from home, not in the newsroom, right? That's absolutely right, Bud. Many of us are uh, making that transition and uh, very quickly, I must say. It's uh, it's different, but uh, what are you going to do? Well, I, I guess it is, and I'm sure logistically it, it presents some challenges for you. Knowing you, you'll jump through all the hoops. What can you tell us? Let's talk about the market. I watched it, you know, spend most of the day, the Dow down 2,000 points. President, you know, had mm. some dire things to say about the coronavirus and how long it's going to take to deal with this situation and where it may be headed. And then it dropped another thou. What's the latest? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, let's start with the positive because we've got the futures moving higher this morning. They aren't huge gains, but we've got gains of uh, 1% to 2%. So we might be headed for a higher open, but it's really hard to tell where the markets are going to go from here. As you mentioned, we had another global stock route yesterday. They plunged the most again since 1987 after the president warned that the economic disruption from the coronavirus could stretch into the summer. The S&P 500 sank 12 percent. The Dow was down about 3,000 points. We had the local index down as much as well. Now, the Fed, as you know, and other central banks around the globe have been really stepping up their efforts to stabilize liquidity. But so far, this isn't boosting sentiment or improving the fast deteriorating economic outlook as large parts of the economy come to a standstill. Uh, it looks like cash handouts to all U.S. households, though, are starting to gain support in Congress as the best way to shore up the economy. So uh, we'll see where that goes. 
Oh, it's a pretty radical step for sure. Uh, thanks on that. Now, what about the airlines? I'm hearing all kinds of things about a bailout. Yeah, um, the airlines and their labor unions are asking for $58 billion in U.S. aid to weather this global travel clampdown. Uh, for the airlines, it's a financial storm that has, in their eyes, surpassed the 2001 terrorist attacks in terms of impact on their business. Now, President Donald Trump did say he would back the industry 100 percent. We also heard today from Southwest Airlines now becoming the latest carrier to reduce their capacity. They say they'll cut at least 20 percent of their flights. They're also freezing hiring and offering leave to workers as demand craters. And Southwest has secured a $1 billion loan to help it get through the crisis. But listen to this for a stark contrast. You know, there are these industries like the airlines, a lot of small businesses that are suffering terribly. Then there is Amazon. Listen to this story, Gina. Yeah, that's right. Amazon is hiring 100,000 people and giving U.S. workers a $2 per hour raise to meet the crushing demand from people in their homes, placing online orders for household essentials amid the coronavirus outbreak. But Amazon, as we reported earlier this week, has had trouble meeting some of the demand, warning customers earlier this month that orders were backlogged. If you've been online, you've probably seen sold out, sold out. Uh, back ordered. And then last Sunday, Amazon had a technical glitch in terms of its grocery ordering. Okay, now back on the downside of the coronavirus crisis here, the movie theaters across this country. That's right. The two biggest chains, AMC and Regal, are going dark to help contain the outbreak. They are closing their theaters. This is a drastic step, but it follows moves by local and federal officials to limit public gatherings. In some places, it's been mandated. AMC is closing down its screens for up to 12 weeks. Regal says it's shutting its doors indefinitely for now. Incredible. And before you go, let's talk about the restaurant business right now. Hard hit, of course. Another restaurant taking steps to stem the outbreak. What are they doing? Yeah, this is the biggest fast food chain, and Alan mentioned it, yeah. uh, McDonald's. They're taking out their seating. They're also closing all their play areas uh, amid the outbreak. So uh, I fully expect to hear that uh, more and more restaurant chains are following suit. We heard from Starbucks and uh, saw a report today also that Dunkin' Donuts may be limiting their service to just the drive through Gotcha. Just take us inside a little bit of your own personal situation here. You know, you work in New York City, but you live over in New Jersey, right? What are you going to do the rest of today after you leave us, Gina? How does your day go? Do you have any idea how this will play out? <laughs> well, bud, um, the work-at-home situation is new, so I'll probably be continuing to sort of uh, hammer down all of the logistical aspects that pop up when you're put in a situation where you're working at home. I will say that I feel very lucky to be able to do it. Um, there is a majority of the economy that can't work from home. Right. And uh, this is a huge stressful situation for those folks. And uh, I certainly wish them the best. And, and uh, um, I'm thinking about them. But uh, as far as the setup here, 
uh, we'll push ahead and I'll probably be just working out the details mm -hmm. and smoothing things out as we uh, move ahead. Well, you're the best and you're, uh, you know, you're a much valued member of our team, even though I know you service a lot of stations around the country. Uh, I can't imagine a good morning Orlando without Gina Cervetti and we're glad you're finding a way to be with us every morning at 635 moving forward. Thank you, Gina, and have a good day. Bud, thanks. That means a lot. You too. All right. In a moment, I don't know about you, but I've wondered, well, wait a minute. If I get the coronavirus and not one of these mild cases where you barely know you have it, you get really hit by it, what do you experience? The story of two women who've been down that road here in a moment. You don't want to miss this. It's coming up right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on the Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day edition of Good Morning Orlando. Local headlines now of the coronavirus variety. Orange County's mayor believes the state of Florida is not providing a clear direction on how to respond to the coronavirus. Mayor Jerry Demings here in Orange County said yesterday he is considering ordering bars and restaurants to close, but he does not know if he has the authority to do so. Governor DeSantis has yet to announce a statewide closure, and Demings says the state's indecisiveness as he sees it is having a ripple effect at the local level. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. So I was wondering, and maybe you are too, if you get a bad case of the coronavirus, what do you go through? News 13 did an interview um, on video from home. From this uh, TSA worker you've been reading about, hearing about, Andrea Silas, who, who, who got the coronavirus and is now recovering from it. And uh, here's her take on what it can be like when you get a bad case of the coronavirus. It hit me like a freight train. I felt like dizzy and weak and weird and like, and then I got really cold, like really, really cold. And then there's the story out of Ohio from Amy Driscoll, who followed many of the recommended protocols to avoid the virus, washing her hands, using hand sanitizer, not touching her face, but she ignored social distancing, went to a National Basketball Association game with a big crowd, and whether that's how she got it, the fact of the matter is she got the coronavirus. Her first reaction when the test results came back, are you kidding me? And then it began. She was at work at an insurance company on a Wednesday afternoon, and then she started to feel tired, like she was starting to get sick. Um, and then by Friday night, her fever had reached 102 degrees. She had a positive test result in, and she was in isolation in the hospital. After two days in the hospital, where she was treated with IV fluids, pain medications for the headaches, and fever reducers, Driscoll said she was finally starting to feel better. She was allowed to go home. Uh, by the way, um, the TSA worker Andrea Silas and Amy Driscoll both are in their 40s. They got really slammed. They're going to make it here, but they're not in the elderly group that seems to have you know, the high kill rate and really have a hard time handling the coronavirus. Um, so she logged on to Facebook following her ordeal, and she saw all kinds of comments from people who didn't believe the disease was that big of a deal. So she decided to post her story 
It's been shared countless times, and she says she just wants to encourage people to take the coronavirus seriously, saying, I was really sick, and I was really scared there for a little while about how sick I was. Um, So are you fully on board with doing all you can do to avoid getting the coronavirus? Um, Your comment on the story of the two women who got it and got it bad, but they're going to make it. What are you thinking? 407-916-5400. You taking this seriously now or not so much? 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680. Always nice to have your first name in town, but not required. Headlines now, as we were saying, it's another primary day in the race for the Democrat presidential nomination. Voters scheduled to go to the polls in Florida, Illinois, and Arizona. Ohio was also on the schedule, but state officials ordered polling locations closed because they declared a health emergency over the coronavirus. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. Obviously, everybody thinks about the coronavirus. Nobody wants to get it. And I think a lot of folks are on board doing doing their part. Um, but I've kind of wondered, well, if I did get a bad case of it, what would it be like? And those two women, um, they really went through it. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary, you know, and it, it was already scary knowing that now more than 7,000 people worldwide have died from the coronavirus. You know, I have to say, though, it reminds me a lot of what I had just a couple of months ago, a few weeks ago, when I was out for a couple of days. Was it that bad for you, Yaffe? It was It was pretty bad. Yeah, and it, it was one of those things where, like she said, it hits you like a freight train. That's exactly how I felt. Like, within a day, I went from being okay to really, really sick. So well, and, very interesting. And, Melissa, your doctor said that... Um, Presumptive, yeah. ...thought that you had the coronavirus mm-hmm. or had had it. You know, and may have may have given it to Yaffe and uh, and and to Alan, who was out as well. And these guys are are as tough as nails. What are your thoughts on what the women had to say? Oh, I mean, the thing is, I identified with exactly what the TSA worker was saying with regard to it. Just hit me like a freight train. My head was ready to explode. I had this fever, chills. I felt like I got run over by something. I couldn't hardly wake up. I was fatigued, dying for water, coughing, couldn't breathe. And then a couple of days later, it just kind of waned away. Yeah, and what I had was was milder than what Yaffe and Melissa are describing. I had kind of uh, cold symptoms. It kind of came and went for about a week and was very run down and tired. And eventually, I took off Thursday and Friday that week because I just couldn't right. drag myself into work. Yeah, but you're probably, you know, as difficult a week as that was, probably in the 80% you know, who get by fairly well with this. Hopefully, yeah. You know, but I then mean, there's like, the other 20% who really get slammed. Yeah, I mean, we have no idea if that's what we had. It could have been yeah. another virus yeah. or a flu-like thing. Yeah, none of us have been tested. So. Exactly. It just sounds like this is kind of like having a really bad case of the flu, but it really attacks your lungs, apparently, which is which is not good. And again, if you have any breathing problems and, you know, it's coming on, respiratory, whatever, call your doctor. Don't just flood the emergency rooms Call your doctor. Again, respiratory issues. I'm in the risk group, too. You guys and the, the old boys in the other room keep saying they're the only ones, but I, I have compromised lungs. Yeah. So I'm just as much of a risk as okay. you Okay, you can be special, too, Melissa. No, just don't breathe on <laughs> okay, me. Okay, all of you in the studio, I'll stay here by myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> it's Florida primary. <laughs> Polls open in one minute. Mark Logos will be hosting Decision 2020 coverage here on WFLA tonight, beginning at 6 o'clock. Let's turn it over to Alan right now for a news update. Coronavirus numbers get bigger, and WrestleMania is coming to Orlando. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 6.59 on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on Florida Primary Day on St. Patrick's Day. Here at 7 o'clock, our latest check now on Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic for you on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, and still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, coronavirus continues to spread worldwide, nationwide, and statewide. More in one minute. Should the Florida primary even have been held? Well, that controversy continues, but the polls are open, and we're talking about it next on Good Morning Orlando. 703 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Updating the latest numbers on coronavirus, Johns Hopkins University is reporting more than 182,000 cases worldwide with more than 7,000 deaths. In the U.S., there are more than 4,400 cases with at least 86 deaths. And here in Florida, the Department of Health is now reporting 160 confirmed cases of coronavirus. Five people have died. Those numbers are expected to rise quickly as the state ramps up testing. And Surgeon General Dr. Scott Rivke says preparations are being made. We're also working with hospitals to identify their surge capacity and resources that they may need in the event that patient demands go up. Rivke says he's also hired 100 additional epidemiologists to assist his staff, which he says is working night and day. The Florida Department of Health website has a new tool that allows you to follow the spread of coronavirus in the state. You can go county by county, see the number of cases, see who has, if we documented a certain number of international travel. So they have some pretty good amplifying information on there. Governor Ron DeSantis says you can find the link at floridahealth.gov. To help stop the spread of COVID-19, Orange County Health Director Dr. Raul Pino says that the fewer people you're around, the better. Because most likely you will be people that you know who they are, where they are coming from, and we can establish a connection if we need to do some disease investigation in the future. The coronavirus is responsible for the death of a 79-year-old Orange County woman. She died over the weekend, and Brevard County has its first case. No word on age or gender of that person. President Trump says Americans are vital in stopping the coronavirus outbreak. Each and every... One of us has a critical role to play in stopping the spread and transmission of the virus. During a White House Coronavirus Task Force briefing, Trump urged Americans to avoid gatherings of 10 or more people. He said older citizens should stay home and keep away from others. Yeah, that was all part of his um, coronavirus guidelines. 15 days to slow the spread, what he's calling on all Americans to do. We'll go through it in the course of the show once again. And something that's kind of getting lost in the news, the fact that it's election day here in Florida, yeah. the presidential preference primary. I know, Bud, you're going to have more on that in a few minutes. I'll have an update at 730 as well. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. 
The coronavirus is causing a major event to move from Tampa to Orlando. The WWE announced last night that WrestleMania 36 will move from Raymond James Stadium to the WWE Performance Center at full sail. No spectators will be allowed, but the event will be live-streamed Sunday, April 5th. NASCAR is putting the brakes on its season, joining other sports in America amid the coronavirus pandemic. The Stock Car Association will postpone all races until at least the beginning of May. And Major League Baseball is pushing back opening day until mid-May at the earliest. That announcement came after the federal government recommended restricting events of more than 50 people for the next eight weeks. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said teams remain committed to playing as many games as possible once the season begins. But the president yesterday said this coronavirus may still be a big problem into mid-summer, opening the question as to whether any of these sports will be played in their current season. The president said it could go on till August. I don't see how, if it goes on to August, you start a season in September with the World Series in October. Yeah, and with baseball being primarily, not so much anymore, exclusively an outdoor sport. I mean, there's only so much playable weather. Exactly. WFLA News Time is 7.06. An Ohio jail is releasing hundreds of inmates over coronavirus concerns. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. And the second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Great to have you here. Bud Heading around Inspector Mike Gaffey, Melissa Fox. Lots of coronavirus news, of course. No surprise there, but it changes every day. And this is St. Patrick's Day. And, of course, this is Florida Primary Day. And if you are going to the polls or you've elected not to, we'd love to hear from you. Particularly, we'd love a call or a text if you're at the polls or are just a, are approaching the polls, what you are seeing, what you experienced when you voted. You know, I mean, it's always light on primary day, but but maybe even more so now. Or if you've decided not to vote, I wonder how you feel about that um, when you're so used to doing your constitutional duty. 407-916-5400 on, you know, what you're seeing at the polling places. That would be great, and you're always terrific in giving us kind of a pair of eyes out there in the uh, uh, in, in, uh, in the arena. And uh, 23680 on the text line for that. And, you know, we're hearing that polling workers are not showing up today because many of them are elderly. Right. And they don't want to get out and have contact with dozens of people. Yeah, They're going to have was... a lot of trouble manning the stations. Well, that was a reason in Ohio that they decided to cancel it because they felt it wasn't fair to the workers yeah. because a lot of the workers are elderly, like you said. And um, what do you think? Should it have been should it have been canceled? I, I really wish it had been, yeah. to be very honest with you. And I think in retrospect, we might all wish that. 407-916-5400, Texas with your observations where you vote. 23680. And when the day is over and the polls close this evening, 
You'll hear about it all right here on WFLA, of course. Yeah, as you said, even though we wished it wasn't happening, it is happening. So we're going to cover it tonight. Mark Logus will host Decision 2020 coverage tonight beginning at 6 p.m. He's going to talk to reporters from around the state. There will also be Fox News updates at the top of the hour as well. All right, I'm getting calls right now from folks who have just voted, so we'll hear from them in a moment. Cool. An update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic comes first. That'll be in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It is 7.09. Headlines now in this primary day here in Florida. Coronavirus could affect presidential primary voting. Polling places inside assisted living facilities, long-term care, and nursing homes are being moved elsewhere, so voters are being told to check to see if there have been any changes to their assigned polling places. Also, because of the fear of infection, voter turnout could well be lower than usual on a primary day. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. I love our listeners. You're amazing. I asked for folks who've been to the polls uh, to share their experiences with us, and the phones have lit up. Let's head on up first to Lake County and check in with Len. Len, good morning. You're on with the Budman and company. Welcome to Good Morning Orlando. Good morning, sir. So what about your voting experience? Uh, normally, when I go to the, the polls, I'm first half a dozen in line of about oh, 12 to 15 folks. This morning I pulled up, there was one truck there. I went in, there was one gentleman sitting there. I was second in, first one voted. And I mean, it's, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think the voters are gonna come out today. Thing that bothers me politically is it's always a small sliver are of the there? electorate Sorry? that decides candidates on primary day, particularly in a closed primary state where you got to vote in your party's primary, you can't vote in the other party's primary. Okay. And, I, and I'm okay with that for lots of reasons, but uh, Len, we just lost him on the line. Yaffe, you and I have talked about this a lot. I mean, I, I just don't think it's good for the Republic when you have yeah. an even smaller um, number of votes determining candidates. Yeah, that's true, although it seems like you know, I think one of the reasons it's going to be low as well is because it seems like Biden's already got it wrapped up and Trump's already got it wrapped up. So that could be another reason. Yeah, there you go. Let's go to Scott. You're in Oviedo and you've just voted as well, right, Scott? Yeah, I was um, number two. There was only about four people there, but um, they didn't advertise the early voting. As, and and I, I got to give the uh, Seminole County Elections Office some um, problems because... They really don't tell us much when it comes to voting. In fact, they never tell us what happens when, with the results. And it gets really annoying when you want to know, well, if, if, if this, who won the um, Commerce Department or whatever the hell, you know, the agriculture or whatever. We, it's really hard to get any results out of Seminole County. Yeah, well, and, here, um, you don't have to worry about Seminole County. You need to listen to us. Mark Logos will host Decision 2020 coverage tonight on WFLA starting at 6. All the returns, that's where you need to be, Scott. The heck with Seminole County. <laughs> but uh, normally, I, normally I vote early, and um, I didn't think about it this time for some reason. And I, it's a mistake. I'd rather just vote early. Do you wish the primary had not been held the way they did it in Ohio or not? In Ohio? Yeah, they, oh, they postponed it. 
Oh, um, no, I don't care. If they don't want to show up, don't show up. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's get on down to Brevard County in the south end of the county, Palm Bay. Stephen, you've just voted. Welcome to the show. What can you tell us? Hi, top of the morning to you, bud. <laughs> on St. Patty's Day. I like that. You got a touch of the Irish there, lad. Hi, we're all Irish today. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, when I got to the polls in uh, southeast Palm Bay, there were uh, four people. Uh, two more showed up before 7 o'clock before, when the uh, poll opened. Um, you know, usually um, on a presidential election, the, uh, you know, on the general election, there's usually 50 or 60 people by, by then. Now let me ask but, uh, you, do you wish the Florida primary had been postponed or not? Absolutely not. I, I think we should just cancel the election and let Trump have four more years without an election. There you that, go. That'll, that'll right. make people uh, get really upset about things. All right. Enjoy your ride on the Trump train. Great having you with us, Steve, here. We do appreciate that. In a moment on the controversy over whether or not there should have been a primary amid all the coronavirus problems that we are having and anticipating, uh, we'll hear from the governor and the Florida Secretary of State in a moment and see what you think. After we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in a quick two minutes here on Good Morning Orlando. Coronavirus headlines locally and statewide now. Orange County's mayor believes the state is not providing a clear direction on how to respond to the virus. Mayor Jerry Deming said yesterday he's considering ordering bars and restaurants to close, but he doesn't know if he has the authority to do it. The governor, Ron DeSantis, has yet to announce the statewide closure, and Deming says the state's indecisiveness as he sees it is having a ripple effect at the local level. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. I think Ron DeSantis is inclined to be a good conservative on matters like this and would prefer there not to be the heavy hand of larger governments coming down and, uh, you know, interrupting local decision-making and local control. And I think that's why he is not, and he's reluctant to announce statewide bans on one kind of thing or another. But let's go back to the issue that came up yesterday at the governor's coronavirus task force update in Tallahassee. Here is the Florida Secretary of State, Laurel Lee, and uh, she was being questioned by a reporter who would ask a question that I would ask here. I mean, come on, is it really is it really safe to vote? Should we be postponing the Florida primary the way Ohio has now done? We are confident that voters in Florida can safely and securely go to the polls and cast their ballots in tomorrow's election. Precinct-based voting, where voters go to the polls and cast a ballot, is unlike the gatherings our health professionals have advised Floridians to avoid. It is quick, it is community-based, and both voters and election workers can be protected by following the guidance that we have received from our health care professionals. Additionally, we have received assurance that poll workers who are otherwise healthy can safely work on Election Day. For those voters who will be voting at the polls tomorrow, I know there are valid concerns about sanitation at the polls. Supervisors of elections are well aware of guidance from the Florida Department of Health and the CDC, including best practices for hand washing and sanitization and recommendations for election polling places, as well as guidance from voting machine manufacturers on how to best sanitize voting machines and are prioritizing the health and welfare of Florida voters 
and Florida's election workers. I can tell you that Orange County Election Supervisor Bill Cowles reportedly says that poll workers are being provided with hand sanitizer and Clorox wipes. What about Governor Ron DeSantis? Questioned at the end of the task force news briefing in Tallahassee yesterday. Governor, is it safe to go to the polls? These things can be done in ways where you're not going to have large crowds because it's one vote. For most counties, it's literally one one oval that you're going to do. Probably most of the votes have already been cast between mail-in and that. Um, And so I think you can do it um, in a way that protects people. Well, there you go. Um, So the voting is on. Polls are are open until 7 o'clock tonight. Our colleague Mark Logos will host Decision 2020 coverage tonight for you uh, here beginning at 6 o'clock on WFLA. Um, What about it, gang? Should they have postponed the Florida primary? It isn't like, you know, the whole presidential race and the Democrat side's up for grabs here. All the polls indicate Biden's going to crush Bernie. And uh, Well, that was a good point, though, by DeSantis that, you know, it's really just one vote for a lot of people. You're going to have maybe two, three people in there at a time. Um, so I, I can kind of see both sides of this, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I think the, uh, the fact that this, this race has come down to two people on the democratic side. And of course it's basically Donald Trump on the Republican side, uh, it makes this kind of meaningless. And the idea of putting people's lives at risk, their health at risk, um, doesn't seem worth it to me. Melissa. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with everybody. It's not like DeSantis said; it's not going to be a cliffhanger. We did vote during the Civil War, as he pointed out. So let's just go and do it if you're going to. And if not, I don't think your vote's going to make that much of a difference. Again, not a cliffhanger. It'll be interesting to see how this all shakes out. You know, the demographics of the voting today. One of our texters says young voters are going to show up. The old people will stay home scared. Because they're the most vulnerable age group for corona virus. So? But think they're I'm... the most active and engaged voters, you know. And in the primary election, generally speaking, the history is they're the ones who turn out. Well, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Also, they use the mail-in ballots a lot of times, too. Yeah, and I would think proportionately, I, I would bet it would be the same breakdown demographically that you would normally see in an election. No matter how many people show up, it'll be mostly older Voters, the young voters are just not coming out this year. Another texture points out something that we should have emphasized here. Remember that primary day also it contains voting for local officials, very yeah. important. And depending indeed, depending on is. the area, not mine. I got one vote, and that's for president. Right. It depends on where you are. Yeah, exactly. Good point, though. Good morning, Orlando. St. Patrick's Day. We'll talk about that. How are you going to celebrate on a day like this? Where are you going to celebrate? Do you even want to? In 10 minutes, we can tell you that the polls are open for voting on Florida Primary Day, and our Mark Logos will be hosting Decision 2020 to bring you all the returns. Our coverage begins tonight right here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, beginning at 6. Over to you, Alan. And talking about the presidential preference primary, Bud, Orange County Supervisor of Elections Bill Cowell says emergency ballots are available for people who send a designee to his office. So if there's a citizen who doesn't feel comfortable going out and going to the polls, if they get the document, bring it to us, uh, we will then be able to issue a ballot and then take it back to the individual to vote and have the ballot brought back. Cowell says people can use their own pens and disinfectant wipes in the voting booth before casting ballots. The polls close tonight at 7.
It looks like Joe Biden has a good chance of putting Florida in his win column. A Univision poll shows Biden leading Bernie Sanders in today's Democratic primary 63% to 25%. In a general election matchup, President Trump leads Biden by three points, Sanders by seven points. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Orange County detectives are in the early stages of a homicide investigation near Waterford Lakes. Just after midnight, a person was found shot to death at the Advenir at Polos East Apartments. The victim has not been identified and a description of the suspect has not been released. There's a call to close beaches in Volusia County. The Lifeguards Union is asking county officials to close the beaches because of the coronavirus. The Volusia Watermen's Association says every day the beaches remain open, the virus spreads. County Council Chair Ed Kelly says no decision has been made. I got to tell you, and I am a New Smyrna Beach lover. You know that. Yeah. Seems to me that's the one place you can go and put plenty of distance between yourself and people. I don't understand why. I hope they keep the beaches open, for goodness sakes. Well, speaking of beaches, Miami Beach and the city of Miami are ordering restaurants to stop in-store dining, but they can still serve takeout. The changes could go into effect as soon as today in an effort to limit the spread of the coronavirus. Officials are also considering closing other businesses, including gyms, nightclubs, and movie theaters. If coronavirus is forcing you to work at home at the same time as your kids are out of school, that's not necessarily a bad thing. There are some positives to being on home isolation. This might be one of the first times that a lot of families may eat together in a really long time or have the time to sit down and, and talk to each other about what's going on or what they're feeling. Relationships first. Sharon Roberts says it's okay to need time to yourself to keep from going stir crazy. If you can step in the bathroom and, you know, just, hey, I, I just need 10 minutes to myself because maybe all of a sudden you're inundated in a new way. Just make sure you're still taking care of yourself. She believes you can also use the family time productive by making games out of things like cleaning closets. Erica Rodriguez, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando. And elsewhere. Amid all the talk of coronavirus, a popular musician is providing a little relief. John Legend plans to perform a free concert from his home this afternoon. It'll be a live stream on Instagram, and he's even taking song requests. Legend posted, we'll try to get through this together. The move comes after Coldplay frontman Chris Martin did a live stream yesterday. Legend is also asking fans uh, to which artist she, he should pass the torch. This is going to be great. I'll bet he gets a tremendous... Online audience. What do you think? I would think so, yeah. Maybe we'll see more of that. I would like it. This edition of Elsewhere is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. An actor who starred in Frozen 2 and Beauty and the Beast is reading books to kids online every night as the coronavirus pandemic spreads. Via his Twitter page, Josh Gad is reading to kids around the world who are under quarantine or practicing social distancing. He began with Olivia Goes to Venice, then followed up with The Day the Crayons Quit and The Giving Tree. Gad apparently will continue reading to kids every night as long as needed 
to help families get through the global health crisis. So many really good stories that kind of give you a boost and restore your faith. We've got more of them coming later in the show. Alan, and, Josh Gad, right? Isn't he Olaf in those series, too? Yeah, in the Frozen series. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's awesome. He's great. And finally, first it was the pizza rat, then the coffee rat. Yeah. And now there's a new rat celebrity in New York City. The Egg McMuffin Rat was caught on video stealing an entire McDonald's breakfast sandwich and taking it down the stairs of a subway station in its mouth. The woman who recorded the incident says of the rat, he deserved it. <laughs> he worked hard. Come on, sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin? Yeah. I'd go for that. Yeah, you know, I think those are like two for four now. The rat should get another one. Right. You know, <laughs> double it up here. I will get one. Find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate it so much. And listen, I love St. Patrick's Day. I've had some great celebrations over the years, but in the middle of the coronavirus crisis, I mean, are there hot spots for celebrating St. Patrick's Day that are still open? Where are you going to celebrate? Do you even want to celebrate? Um, talk to us about how coronavirus has or has not affected your plans to celebrate the great Irish holiday. Um, in a moment, we'll get into it all together, and we invite you to join us at 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680. We welcome your first name in town. By the way, stay tuned for Beyond What We Do in our talk segments and Alan with the News to um, coronavirus updates multiple times every hour on Good Morning Orlando and throughout our broadcast day and night here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Celebrating... St. Patty's Day here in coronavirus world. How are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? If so, where? Let's talk next after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now, Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney is proposing a $1,000 for every American, is proposing $1,000 be given to every American adult as a way to fight the coronavirus economic downturn. It will be an immediate one-time payment. Kids will get half that. Congress, by the way, took similar action during the 2001 and 2008 recessions. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. Ah, the sounds of St. Patty's Day passed when everyone partied. On through the night, but now we all live in coronavirus world. Do you even want to be with the crowds? Are you going to celebrate? Do you know of a good place that is still open where you will be celebrating? You're going to be holding a party, going to a party, or is everything on hold because of the coronavirus? 407-916-5400. Love to hear from you. And the text line 23680. Here's an idea on the text line. <laughs> Yaffe, read this one for us, will you? 
Uh, meet at Bud's house at seven. Woo-hoo! Free food and all you can drink. Yeah, yeah. Is that, green is beer. That, uh... We'll have some show tomorrow if we do that. Could we start a little earlier? I go to bed by eight. We can't have a one-hour party. Can we start this earlier, like maybe at three? Lame. Oh, wait a minute, I'm doing show what? prep at three. That's not going to work. But just a quick heads up. Now I've been checking around all the Irish yeah. establishments here in town, and from what I can see, aside from Orlando City Walk and those places that have already decided in the big corporation way to close. They say they're staying open until Orange County tells them no. Who Who's staying open? All of them. All of the places, like your Irish pub places. Okay? You mentioned, for example, uh, Fiddler's Green on the Fiddler's way in the winter Green, park. Green in particular, yes. Yeah. You've got a lot of them. Raglan Road, Lizzie McCormick's. They'll be open. Okay, so your normal Irish watering hole, unless you hear differently. Is going to be open. Uh, this freestanding yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, city you know, walk. No, obviously the schedules we have to keep in order to do this show that has us getting up in the middle of the night and going to bed early just to kind of survive makes us all party poopers. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, well, but that's generally three the way of us anyway. The week. <laughs> What's the other one? Huh? Who's the other? Three of us are party poopers. <laughs> The Number Fox. F- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She just keeps rolling. Always an but, outlier. I'm a leprechaun. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't, if I had the time to do it, I got to tell you, I'm not sure I would this time around. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. Probably a lot of people just assuming that they're not going to be open. Yaffe has a way to avoid the crowds. An interesting idea. <laughs> well, not this is not just an idea for this year, but every year. And I'm going to start doing it. What you should do, if you don't like the crowds on St. Paddy's Day or Cinco de Mayo, yeah. go to Mexican on St. Paddy's Day and go to Irish on Cinco de Mayo. And then you don't have any crowds. Exactly. That's still get the celebrations in. That's crazy. Get your drinking in. Or, <laughs> yes. or, or walk around tonight with a 10-foot shillelagh. <laughs> hey, I do that every day. Let's, let's go to Jan, <laughs> Janet on Mount, uh, in Montverde is on the line. And uh, Janet, it's Alan and the rest of us talking about St. Patty's Day. You got any plans? Oh, no. Well, I'm partying in my house tonight. That's about it. Ooh, party at Janet's. Um, Woo. Yeah, you're, you can come as long as you bring your uh, sanitary wipes and everything with you. <laughs> but, yeah, I, no, going to pass on this one and just postpone it. I'll tell you what, can, can, I, can I send you the spillover uh, crowd from our place? Oh, sure. You're, you're definitely welcome. I mean, and I did vote. First one in the place, place the, the, the people that are working there are excellent. I mean, they have sanitary wipes all over the place so it's safe to vote happy saint patty's day to you janet party on you too have a great one okay instead of byob bring your own beer it's byos bring your own sanitizer byotp does anybody know where i can get a, a green hazmat suit (laughs) <laughs> I think you'll probably just have to spray paint the white one. Get one. We'll paint it for you. Coming up, Rush with a morning update after our latest update on Atlanta's news, weather, and traffic here on the St. Patty's Day edition of Good Morning Orlando. Got a caller on the line. It's Florida primary day. Stay tuned for complete returns tonight right here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, hosted by our colleague Mark Logus. Decision 2020 coverage tonight begins at 6. And uh, Stephen from Orlando, apparently you're going to have a vote to be counted, right, Stephen? Uh, yep. Yeah, I was listening to your show, and it actually made me decide to go vote because I happened to be near my location as I was in the car. Very, very nice. And how crowded was it? 
I was the only one. Uh, the machine said that I was the 14th voter. Now, now, had you, Stephen, had you forgotten that today was election day? Oh no, I knew I was going to vote later today, but okay. I just sort of saw it from the car and thought, "Hey, I'll do it now." Good, good, good for you. Very cool, Stephen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for voting. So, if he catches the virus, it's not our fault because he said he was going to vote anyway. Just wanted to. Okay. That's right. That's right. right. Out there. We're in the clear, huh? Yeah, we're not going to yeah. take the rap for that. No. On the issue of St. Patrick's Day, partying during this time we spend together in coronavirus world, what do you see? Uh, yeah. One person says, I always celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Dave in Palm Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Joe Larkins checked in. He says he'll be partying at home with the traditional Irish seven-course dinner, which is a six-pack and a potato. <laughs> Somebody else, I don't know if this is for a party or what, they just texted, admission is 222 rolls of toilet paper. Yeah, that's for <laughs> oh. you know, B-Y-O-T-P, is that what you that said? Was my, yeah, that was my party <laughs> thing. That's yeah. what it is. Set of party favors, bring a roll. There you go. <laughs> WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. It's Florida Primary Day. It's St. Patrick's Day, and we welcome you here at the top of the 8 o'clock hour for our first look, our next look, rather, at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic on News Radio WFLA Orlando on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, still on AM 540. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour coronavirus numbers get bigger. More in one minute. The president unveils his coronavirus guidelines, including his 15 days to slow the spread formula, and we'll lay it out for you next on Good Morning Orlando. 804 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The number of coronavirus cases worldwide has passed 182,000, according to Johns Hopkins University, with more than 7,000 deaths. That includes more than 4,400 cases and 86 deaths in the United States. And there are now at least 160 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Florida, and that includes five deaths. As the battle against the spread of coronavirus intensifies, Florida Surgeon General Dr. Scott Rivke says he's boosting his manpower. Today we hired 100 additional epidemiologists to actually complement our staff. I very much want to recognize the incredible activities of our staff who are working night and day in this process. Rivke says they're busy surveying the surge capacity and resources at the state's hospitals in case patient demand spikes. Brevard County has its first case of the coronavirus. The county announced the case last night, but officials say they don't know the person's age or gender. And the coronavirus is responsible for the death of a 79-year-old Orange County woman who died over the weekend. Dr. Yolanda Martinez with Orange County Health Services says we know what we need to do to stop the spread of the coronavirus. We continue to stress the importance of social distancing, hand washing, covering your mouth when you cough or sneeze, and staying home if you feel sick. But these strategies have proven to be the ones that can prevent the coronavirus from spreading. And at the White House, President Trump says everyone has a critical role to play in stopping the transmission of the coronavirus. Engage in schooling from home when possible, avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 people, avoid discretionary travel, 
and avoid eating and drinking at bars, restaurants. During a White House briefing, Trump urged older citizens to stay home and keep away from others. Trump said it's incredible what's happening in such a short period of time. Really is, and um, he issued his uh, coronavirus guidelines, and we'll have them for you. We'll hear more from the president, and his dire comments about where this may be headed really sent the markets reeling. Coronavirus will likely have an impact on today's Florida presidential primary. I'll have more on that at 8.30. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The biggest wrestling show of the year will still take place. It just won't be as big. The WWE says WrestleMania is being moved from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa to the WWE Performance Center at Full Sail in Orlando. There will be no audience. The event will still air live as a pay-per-view event on April 5th. So not only won't it be as big, it won't be as loud. I mean, that's going to be very strange, isn't it? It is, and if you watched, uh, if you're a fan of the WWE and you watched Friday Night SmackDown on Fox or Monday Night Raw on USA Network last night, you saw how strange it can be. Yeah, uh, performing in an empty WWE Performance Center here in Orlando. I give the uh, the wrestlers credit; they went out there and gave it their all, just as if a crowd was there. But it's difficult. When you can't work off, you know, work up your adrenaline off the energy of the crowd. No, that that, that whole synergy is what it's all about. The yeah. energy that's generated with the crowd there, can't imagine without them. Yeah, how about imagining no Major League Baseball this season? Uh, They're pushing back the start of the season again now until at least mid-May after uh, the CDC recommended against uh, uh, gatherings of 50 or more for at least the next eight weeks. And it will be at least May before NASCAR stars are trading paints. NASCAR announcing that in accordance with CDC guidance, they are postponing all racing events through May 3rd with the hopes of returning to action for race weekend at Martinsville. The racing body in a statement Monday thanking fans for their patience amid the growing concerns over the coronavirus pandemic while confirming they intend to hold all 36 races this season with future rescheduling soon to be determined. NASCAR is monitoring the situation closely with public health officials and medical experts. After originally planning to race at Atlanta and Homestead, Miami without fans, NASCAR opted to postpone racing indefinitely instead. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Like everybody's just figuring this thing out as we go. You know? Well, we've never been down this road before no. or anything like it. No doubt about that. WFLA News Time is 8.08. A dog lost during a Nashville tornado is reunited with his 89-year-old owner. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WFLA Orlando. And the third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart Radio station. And good morning, Orlando. Good morning, wherever you are. So glad you're with us. But heading around, Inspector Mike Yaffe, Melissa Fox. It's primary day. Stay tuned for full returns tonight. Our colleague Mark Logus will be hosting Decision 2020 coverage here tonight on News Radio WFLA Orlando, beginning at six. We want to get to all the president had to say yesterday, Alan. So let me kick it back your way. After an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic, we will do just that, and that's coming up in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's eight oh nine. 
Updating headlines for you now out of Washington. A bill addressing the economic fallout for the coronavirus outbreak finally headed to the U.S. Senate. The House passed a revised version of the emergency bill last night. House leaders and the Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin had to make technical revisions to the bill before sending it on to the Senate. It was first approved, as you'll recall, early Saturday morning. The Senate could take up that bill today. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. This is News Radio WFLA Orlando. You're on the Trump train. You are a patriot. You drip red, white, and blue. You cherish your personal freedom and your individual liberty. President Trump is calling for some very tough measures to constrict your personal freedom and individual liberty. Are you with him for the cause of minimizing the impact of the coronavirus, or is he pushing you beyond where you are willing to go? Think about that. Give us a call at 407-916-5400. Hit the text line at 23680, giving us your first name in town if you'd like, while we listen to the president. And if you thought this was all going to be over in a month, maybe two, president does not see it that way. Listen. If we do a really good job, uh, we'll not only hold the death down to a a level that is uh, much lower than the other way had we not done a good job. Uh, But people are talking about July, August, something like that. First time we have heard that, that was a tough dose of reality from the chief executive of this country, the president of the United States. So, Mr. President, do you think we might, with all that's going on in the economy, coronavirus-related, be headed for a recession? Well, it may be. We're not thinking in terms of recession. We're thinking in terms of the virus. Once this goes away, once it uh, goes through and we're done with it, I think you're going to see a tremendous, a tremendous surge. Uh, sir, do you have plans for a national quarantine like they've done in Italy? At this point, not uh, nationwide. But, uh, well, there are some po- you know, some places in our nation that are not very affected at all. But we may we may look at certain areas, certain Certain uh, hot spots, as they call them, we'll be looking at that. But uh, at this moment, no, we're not. Travel's way down. The airlines are on the ropes. Mr. President, what about a government bailout of the airlines? We've been hearing about that. We're going to uh, back the airlines 100 percent. It's not their fault. Uh, It's nobody's fault unless you go to the original source. But it's nobody's fault. And uh, we're going to be in a, a position to help the airlines very much. There's talk of like a $50 billion bailout for the airlines. Where are you on all of this? Right now, the president's coronavirus guidelines for America outlined yesterday at the task force briefing in Washington. The headline, 15 days to slow the spread. For the next two weeks plus, the president is calling for us all to do the following. Listen to and follow the directions of your state and local authorities. If you feel sick, stay home. Do not go to work. Contact your medical provider. Yes, and if your children are sick, keep them at home. Do not send them to school. Contact your medical provider. If someone in your household has tested positive for the coronavirus, 
keep the entire household at home. Do not go to work. Do not go to school. Contact your medical provider. If you're an older person, stay home and away from other people. If you're a person with a serious underlying health condition that can put you at an increased risk, for example, a condition that impairs your lung or heart function or weakens your immune system, stay home and away from other people. I really want to hear from you. And remember, we love our textures, but it's a talk show. I want you to call me. If you've been following this president, you know, and you've been with him when everybody else hates him and is trying to bring him down, are you fully on board with what the president is now calling for, his 15 days to slow the spread of the coronavirus, or is he pushing you beyond where you are willing to go in giving up your personal freedom and your cherished individual liberty. Let's talk honestly about that. I want to know where you are. 407-916-5400. Text us at 23680. Fresh Trump tweet out of the White House right now. He's been going back and forth with uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo on uh, federal leadership and relief with the coronavirus. Cuomo, the president tweets, wants all states to be treated the same, but all states are not the same. Some are being hit hard by the Chinese virus. Some are being hit practically not at all. New York, of course, that's Cuomo's state, a very big hotspot. West Virginia, the president points out, has thus far zero cases. Andrew, keep politics out of it from the president. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando is available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeartRadio station. We're talking about the president's new guidelines as far as coronavirus, some of which are pretty restrictive on personal freedoms. And we want to know what you think about that. Eric in Claremont, it's Alan and the gang here. Uh, are you happy with what President Trump had to say yesterday? Yeah, it's, it's a very hard situation that the president is in. I think it should be 30 days because if someone catches on day five or six, uh, the 14, 15 days, not just going to do it. You need to double it. Yeah, I think they're going to re- they're going to revisit this before the 15 days are up to see if they need to extend it. But people have to be responsible. You can't go around having party, corona parties, and, and doing things. And just because the president tells you one thing, you're going to do opposite because you hate them. I mean, people's lives are at risk. And, you know, nobody wants to see a life lost to this. And if you look what happened in Italy, it could definitely happen to us if we're not responsible. We have to take some responsibilities on how we do our daily lives. It might be affected for 30 days, but... It's well worth it in the long run. Well said, Eric. Appreciate that call. We've got uh, Joe on the line from Orlando. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning. Hey, I'm 100% behind this president. He's the first president we've had since John F. Kennedy in the White House. And I'm 100% of what he's saying and doing. And But, you know, on the airlines and stuff, bailing these people out, these people need to remember that we bailed them out the last time and they turned around and screwed us. You know, these banks and everybody else. They need to have restrictions on them so that they got to help us out for us helping them out. You know, this is the taxpayers bailing them guys out, you know? You got it, Joe. Appreciate it. (laughs) All right, there we go. Jasper from Barberville, welcome to Good Morning Orlando. What are your thoughts this morning, Jasper? Well, bud, I mean, you need perspective. I'm 
about half a uh, third of the way through chemo and radiation, and oh I'm 67 years old. I have a vacation plan for Greece and Albania, but you know what? I'm going to trust the man that's had a three-year-plus proctology exam and came out clean. <laughs> and I'm going to stand Trump. behind what he says and support him because he's looking out for us. God bless you, Jasper, and we wish you a quick restoration to full health. Mike, what's your assessment of what the president's asking you to do? Good morning from St. Cloud. Good morning, Bud Man. I just want to let you know I'm holding the phone six inches away from my mouth to practice safe distancing so I don't <laughs> infect you through my cell phone. Okay. I'm very happy with the president. I What I'm really happy about is what you're not seeing. He's bringing back the pharmaceuticals like he brought back American Steel. He's bringing back medical supplies. He's bringing back the essentials that will solidify our base for the next disaster. And I have a couple of predictions. I see a baby boom in nine months. Mm. Christmas and, time. Uh, Chris, well, we're going to have those new voters coming out uh, in about nine months. <laughs> and I, I'm happy with the president. I'm not upset about anything he's doing. He's a world-class supervisor and manager. Thank you for that, Mike. On the text line, how about 30 seconds worth of what's coming in? Yeah, one person says, I'm backing Donald Trump with whatever is happening. Another person said, still on board. Someone just echoed what Mike told us. <laughs> I mean, the virus isn't spreading over the phone. We're just practicing social distancing. There you go. <laughs> we got a half an hour to go, and it all begins with Alan's news update. How does coronavirus affect Election Day? And another Central Florida attraction closes. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together. And elsewhere, in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando, it's 829. Talking a lot this morning about this being the Florida presidential preference primary. The polls are open. We invite you to join us. For the full returns tonight on News Radio WFLA Orlando, that will be hosted by Mark Logus. Decision 2020 coverage begins tonight at 6. And um, it wouldn't be any surprise if one candidate on the Democrat side uh, nailed this thing down big time, would it? It would not, bud, because we have another poll indicating Joe Biden will be a big winner in today's presidential preference primary in Florida. The Univision survey gives Biden 63% compared to 25% for Bernie Sanders. Now, if voters are worried about coronavirus today, they can bring their own cleaning supplies when they go to their polling place. If they want to wipe down the voting booth before they mark their ballot, that's fine. If they feel like they need to wear a mask, they can do that. We've had some already in early voting. Uh, so we're doing everything we can to make sure the environment is clean. Orange County Supervisor of Elections Bill Cowell says people can even use their own pens to mark their ballots. Florida's chief elections officer says all health department and CDC protocols are being implemented. About 2 million ballots have already been cast in today's primary. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. As schools across Florida close for several weeks due to the coronavirus, more than 1 million students will have to look elsewhere for food during the day. To meet the need, the State Department of Agriculture is starting its Summer Break Spot program early. It provides free meals and snacks for kids at about 1,000 locations statewide. This is important. As we know, people are concerned about making sure that they feel have feeding of their kids even during this time. So it's our obligation and responsibility to make sure that we are at least taking care of this for them. Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed says some sites are open now while others will activate in the coming days. To find your nearest location, visit summerbreakspot.org. 
The Kennedy Space Center is now closed to visitors. It is the latest Central Florida attraction to make the move because of COVID-19. Refunds will be offered to those who have already purchased admission tickets. McDonald's is now takeout or drive through only. All seating areas are shutting down nationwide because of the coronavirus. Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, and Starbucks have also closed their dining rooms. And today is St. Patrick's Day, but it won't include the usual celebrations worldwide. Green beer is more rare than normal this year. The parades to celebrate the traditional Irish holiday have been canceled in Boston, Chicago, New York, Denver, Philadelphia, and Seattle after health experts have warned against events with large crowds to avoid the spread of coronavirus. And it's not just in the U.S. either. In Ireland, parades and festivities have also been canceled by the Irish Prime Minister. In New York, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. I think the limit of my celebration will be moments ago when I went after some more of that green hand sanitizer here in the studio. Oh, yeah. That'll be about it. That's a celebration, huh? Not not exactly green beer, but... Elsewhere. They're hitting the pause button on Record Store Day because of the coronavirus. Organizers have moved the annual sale at independent record stores from April 18th when it was scheduled originally to June 20th. I wouldn't be surprised if they have to move it again. The minds behind the day say they're looking to make sure it goes as smooth as possible from the more than 400 special vinyl releases slated to come out that day. Mm. They include releases from Paul McCartney, Elton John, David Bowie, Pink Floyd, The Grateful Dead, Def Leppard, U2, and The Ramones. Wow. Sting and Joan Jett are among the artists contributing tracks to the Music Moments, a benefit album for the Alzheimer's Association. Sting appears on the album in tribute to his mother-in-law who died of Alzheimer's. He covers Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the Joan Jett contributes Hard to Grow Up, a song she wrote after her mother died. To listen to the entire collection, visit the Alzheimer's Association website. That is terrific, Alan. And finally, here's some really good news, bud. You're going to find this very exciting. It's everything you ever wanted to know about the Beastie Boys. You gotta fight! They're right up there. They're one of your favorites, aren't they? The fox is coming out of her chair in the in the uh, control room on this right now. I already know everything I want to know about the Beastie Boys, but well, go ahead. If you want to know more, director Spike Jones has released the first trailer for his upcoming Beastie Boys documentary. Beastie Boys' story is the history of the New York rap group, as told by surviving members Mike Mike D. Diamond and Adam Adrock Horowitz. Member Adam M.C.A. Youch died of cancer in 2012. The film Beastie Boys Story premieres on IMAX on April 2nd and on Apple TV Plus on April 24th. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, you were on the phone with somebody and you almost came out of your chair. No, no, it's like I can't talk to you, man. I got to fight for my right to party. <laughs> you got to fight! <laughs> Unless you're over 60 and have an underlying health problem. 
Yes. Find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Thanks, Alan. And stay with us for coronavirus updates multiple times each hour on Good Morning Orlando now and throughout our broadcast day and night here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. And once again, Mark Logas hosts Decision 2020 coverage tonight. Florida primary. Polls close at 7. He'll be on the air anchoring the entire production, bringing you the latest returns on the primary starting right here at 6. In a moment, I want you to hear something hopeful from President Trump during the coronavirus task force briefing that he was a big part of yesterday as he offers some hope on a coronavirus vaccine and meds to deal with the virus if you get it. Right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Updating headlines now, the coronavirus has infected more than 182,000 people and killed more than 7,000 worldwide. According to Johns Hopkins University, U.S. cases have passed 4,400 with at least 86 fatalities. The Florida Department of Health is now reporting 160 confirmed cases here in this state with five people having died. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories right here in Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. In the near future, we don't know where all of this is going with the coronavirus. Anybody who pretends to know is lying to you and lying to themselves. But long term, the end game should be an effective vaccine for the coronavirus. On that front, the president yesterday during the coronavirus task force briefing in Washington sounded a hopeful note talking about vaccine trials and developing meds to help victims cope with the virus. Let's listen. The vaccine candidate has begun the phase one clinical trial. This is one of the fastest vaccine development launches in history, not even close. We're also racing to develop antiviral therapies and other treatments, and we've had some promising results, early results, but promising. And now you talk about, listen to this, gang, taking one for Team USA. That's a courageous person to allow themselves to be infected by this coronavirus that can be a killer, as we know, and about which we really don't know a great deal because it is brand new in the grand scheme of these infectious diseases. You know, it's amazing. And um, it should be pointed out from what I've been reading, and there's a good piece in Axios.com on this, um, that uh, this is the first step toward developing an effective vaccine, but it's still going to be a year to a year and a half out. If this is successful, several more trials with larger subject groups will be needed to prove whether or not there are common side effects that uh, could be a, a, a big problem. But I have to admire somebody who does that. And they've gotten to this early step pretty fast as these things go. And I think that's a hopeful note. Well, I know it's also popular to hate the drug companies, but the drug companies that are working on this should be praised as well because it's really not lucrative for them because it's, you you know, once it's out there, it's out there for a little bit and then it goes away. So it's not something that will continually be sold forever in the future. 
So it's not like they get a whole lot of money from this. So the drug companies that are really working hard at this, they deserve some praise too. Yeah, I think they really do. Um, oh, we've got more uh, textures here on uh, on primary day. What do you see? Let's see. Oh, there's a lot. I brought my Trump pen in to vote this morning. The poll workers actually got a big kick out of it. When you bop his head, he speaks, too. We yeah, all, I have one of those. We all had a good laugh. Love this president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another person says you mean um said i voted for trump right yes <laughs> yeah i just voted for trump uh but another person said i uh, it is alarming that people are asking for their rights to be taken away unbelievable good i'm glad i got a response like that to my question is the president pushing you too far with his um draconian measures that he is now saying we need to undertake at least for the next 15 days to slow this virus pushing it too far in the area of personal freedoms given up and individual liberties given up as well. And I know there are those who think that way, and there's an element of me who feels the same way too, and I am left, frankly, somewhat conflicted. Headlining breaking sports news brought to me from the newsroom by our Rory O'Neill, who just ruined my day. Tom Brady says in a public posting he will not be returning to the New England Patriots. He is a free agent, but he will not be continuing on with the only team he has played for professionally, the New England Patriots. Just in. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories all morning right here in Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio WFLA Orlando, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henniger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. Finally, with many conferences being candled and, uh, canceled and employees being told to work from home, and you may be among them, some are looking for advice on how do you move to a virtual setting. We are very privileged to uh, welcome an expert in that area. Christoph Trapp is on the line right now, and um, he's going to tell us in the few minutes that we have here uh, exactly how we move to an online work environment. Christoph, thanks for coming on the show. Bud Hedinger and Alan Spector with you. And uh, go ahead, tell us how it's done, all the things we need to do to do it right. You bet. Thanks for having me on. First of all, as you're transitioning, it's getting harder and harder because the whole family is now home, right? Schools are being canceled. Everybody's using the Wi-Fi. There's not enough bandwidth. So first of all, set some boundaries at home. Do the kids really need to be on the Internet all day long watching Frozen 2 or whatever? Um, get them off there so you can use the Internet, uh, especially when you have um, two people now at home trying to work at home. Then set up a routine. These are the hours that I'm working. Behave like you're actually going to work. I'll give you an example. I started at 5 a.m. this morning. I got dressed. Just like I go to the office, I've worked at home for a while, um, but I, you know, I'm getting ready for the day. I'm not super dressed up, but I'm also not in my underwear. I'm also not in my pajamas. So figure out that routine to make it feel like you are at work and you are ready to go um, moving forward. Now, I highly it, recommend. Go ahead. Let me ask you: Is there a big investment required to set up this online, or is it just you know learning learning what you need to know on your computer and you're in? It all depends on what your job is, right? So, for example, I do mostly writing. I work with clients. I write books, those kind of things. I do a podcast. I don't even have a computer. I have an iPad with a keyboard, um, and that's where I do all my work, at a, at a desk in my office, right? Um, but if you're a video editor, you probably would want three screens. So you might have to bring them home 
from the office if that's your setup. So it kind of depends, but but you can definitely be very minimalistic um, if the setup uh, makes that happen for you. And Christoph, not everyone has necessarily a family or other people at home. I myself was in a work-from-home situation for several years, and I lived by myself, and I battled uh, loneliness. Is, there, is this something you give advice on and how to deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple tips that come to mind. There's other people. I know you're supposed to stay away from people, but there's other people who work at home in the neighborhood. Go on a walk with them, you know, over lunch. Don't hold hands. Don't get too close. <laughs> but you certainly can go on a walk. The other thing is, have virtual lunches. You know, the people you typically have lunch with in the office, um, start up a Zoom or whatever tool you use, FaceTime. doesn't make any difference what the tool is. And literally, instead of your, your kitchen table, dining room table, you have lunch there, they have lunch wherever they are, and you can still have a conversation. So at least you're not totally disconnected. Um, and, you know, when it comes to communication, that's another thing. Uh, when you're in the office, everybody sees you, right? Oh, it looks like you're busy. Uh, when they don't see you, you actually have to communicate quicker. So when people send you messages, you know, send them a message back, have an instant message um, protocol set up. Yeah. And here's the other advice. Got to be quick. Sometimes pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Not everything is good by a text. <laughs> Christoph Trapp, how do we connect to the good work you do for corporate America? Yeah, check it out on AuthenticStorytelling.net um, and, you know, Twitter, C-Trap, LinkedIn, all the different channels. Happy to connect. Thanks so much for coming on. It's a very timely topic, and we appreciate your expertise. Christoph Trapp, have a great day, sir. You too. Bye. All right. Good deal. Hey, it's primary day. We want to remind folks where they need to be tonight as those returns come in. Yes, Mark Logis will host Decision 2020 coverage tonight, beginning at 6 p.m. He'll have uh, updates from around the state throughout the night. And we'll be talking about how it all unfolded tomorrow morning. Happy Primary Day, St. Patrick's Day. Thanks for being with us. For Alan and Yaffe and Melissa, the Bud Man, have a great day. God bless you and God bless America.